good day, friends. Welcome to Thursday, January 12th, and uh, I'm so glad you joined me today for this episode of Enough for Today. I hope you've had a good week. We have had a good journey through Psalm 69. This has been an encouraging and equipping psalm. David's going through a really difficult time, and he is putting it all in God's hands, and he's asking God to kind of guard his response. Um, He's anchoring and embedding his heart in God's mercy and, and the truth of his salvation. Uh, we saw yesterday this concept of sinking into a pit, and if you missed yesterday, you got to catch it. It's uh, w- there's a lot about verses 14, 15, 16, 17 that you need to um, hear yesterday to kind of get, give it the framework. But David says in verse 14, "Deliver me out of the mire, and let me not sink. Let me be delivered from them that hate me, and out of the deep waters." So David wants to be delivered from the circumstances that are threatening to swallow him up, not just physically to swallow up his kingdom and all that, but they're swallowing up his emotions as well, his psyche. Um, He's being overwhelmed with the anxiety of it all. Let not the water flood overflow me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. We talked about pits yesterday all around Israel and the idea that David felt like his circumstances had imprisoned him in a muddy pit, and he was sinking into it and being swallowed up. So verse 16, he says, hear me, O Lord. By the way, when you're the object of God's mercy and you're resting in his salvation, you can always cry out for God to, be, to hear you, and you can always be guaranteed that he hears you. For thy loving kindness is good. For, now, I love this because, number one, David is reminding God who he is. God, you're, you're a loving God. You're a good God. You're a generous God. I had a situation recently where um, I was talking to Brady, my grandson. He's two and a half. And um, <clears throat> he wanted, he was at the house. It was over Christmas break. And he wanted something. Uh, and it was something he wanted to eat. And I, I'm careful about feeding them stuff without their parents' permission. So he was asking me if he could have it. And I said, Brady, <clears throat> it's okay with me, but you need to go ask your mama. And ask mama if it's okay. And so he took that thing. I forget what it was. He took that thing. He looked at me. He said, okay. She not say no. And he went in and asked his mom. And it just, it was tickling to me because he uh, sees his mom as uh, her loving kindness is good. He, 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 he's reminding himself and reminding her that she's not going to say no. Okay. That's kind of what Dave, what's happening with David here. Um, Hear me, O Lord, for thy loving kindness is good. God, I know you're not going to say no. Turn unto me according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Now, I want to pause here, be brief today for this reason. This is a great prayer tactic, okay? Now, we can't manipulate God, so that's not where I'm going. But God is true to his own character. He's true to his own nature, And it is honoring and pleasing to him, as we see by inspired scripture, by inspired Hebrew poetry, to be reminded when we remind him of his goodness, when we leverage his character against him, quote unquote, (laughs) can I say it that way? Have you developed the art of using God's good nature against him? Um, God, I'm I'm in a pit, and I understand you've authored, ordained, providentially, permitted this pit in my life right now but God you are good your loving kindness is good so hear me and turn to me according to the multitude of your tender 
mercies. Now, David has prayed for deliverance. But I want you to understand, encompassed around the words of deliver me, like get me out of this pit, around that is in your time, um, give me your mercy, hear me, draw near to me, don't let me be swallowed up, um, let me experience your goodness and loving kindness. I'm, I'm drawing this in my mind, I've got this comprehensive surrounding like in the the nucleus of what David is praying for is get me out but he's also saying kind of like until you do like anchor me in your in your truth and your salvation and let me be reminded of your mercy and don't let me get swallowed up or overflow don't let me drown in here and and let me experience your loving kindness and your goodness and your tenderness do you see it like David has surrendered the timeline to God And ultimately, he wants to be delivered. But until he's delivered, he's also saying, God, just preserve me here. Like, I'll wait here in this pit as long as you want me to wait. But while you've got me here, preserve me. And let me experience your goodness even in this mess, even in this pit. um, And turn towards me. I love this sense. The pit is so much more tolerable when you know God's face is turned towards you and you can sense his mercy in it. And so I think I want to leave that with you today, that you may be in a pit, and it's okay to pray for deliverance, but until you're delivered, remind God that you need his goodness and his mercy. You need his closeness. You need to sense his face drawing near to you. And that makes even the worst pit full of joy, full of life, full of light, and tolerable in the most delightful of ways. So blessed Thursday to you, my friend. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.